everyone. Welcome back to Forgive and Forgets podcast. I'm Vic. Today I'm taking a blog that I had written actually a couple of years ago and then reposted it and surprisingly the response was terrific and it's almost like people forgot <laughs> about it. Um, so what today's podcast is about is uh, a little woo-woo the more you learn about me, I can get a little woo-woo, but I try and keep it palatable and so that you're not uh, vomiting all over the place. The title of the blog is An Unexpected Profound Visit. The photograph that accompanied the blog is a picture of a young buck. <laughs> I know that sounds funny. Um, it's a stag, a, a, a young stag. Uh, I guess I just put it together, stags, bucks, young bucks, stag parties. Why? What is it with the deer thing? Anyway, I'm trying to keep a sense of humor because the actual topic of this blog is disturbing, and you'll, you'll hear why in a sec. The quote on the photograph is from Rumi, and it says, Be grateful for whoever comes, for each has been sent as a guide from beyond. And on a particular day, I received a visit from a stag. And to clarify, the stag was a reassurance in the midst of a disturbing circumstance. It was so odd. It wouldn't have been strange, quite honestly, if he had walked up to my door and knocked on it with his antlers. It was that wonderful and that odd and that profound. So today is storytelling time. As you know, I have said or admitted that my early years of caregiving were filled with resentment, confusion, and a lot of anger. I did not choose this path of caregiving. It chose me. I was too distracted and pissed off to notice kindness, much less benevolent symbols, wisdom, and communications that were auspiciously showing up to uh, help me. Then the coincidences and signs were happening a lot more frequently. And sometimes the messages uh, would land with a lot of humor and just crack me up out loud. Sometimes they were very cryptic, sometimes with kindness, so much so that it would just bring me to my knees. I just remembered when I said uh, things that cracked me up. I remember, oh my goodness, this was 25 years ago. I was living in Seattle, and I had just moved there. I was alone, um, just not doing well at all, and I was, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was sitting in an intersection big intersection, and I think I was even crying. And what comes across the intersection but an Oscar Mayer Wiener truck? And I looked at that, and there was a wiener going across the intersection. I burst out laughing, and I loved it because it completely snapped me out of my mood and made me realize, hey, everything's going to be fine. Even now, I 
will get little winks from my dad. Uh, he passed away in 2006, and mom was starting to have signs of dementia in 2000, uh, halfway through 2008 to th- 2009. And I was uh, caring for her, and of course, in the midst of those first couple of years, when I was out of my mind, confused and stressed, I will have pulled up right behind one of Dad's Med Express vans, a business he started in the late 80s, now purchased by REMSA, Reno, Reno Ambulance Company, where the message that I get is, Hey, Vic, I'm here. I'm here. Thanks for taking care of Mayor. And I still get, I still see Med Express fans everywhere, and they always seem to pop up right at the perfect time when I need the comfort of knowing dad's around. So the universe gets my attention. And that was a very roundabout way of introducing this true story. So without further ado, several years ago, a very old and dear friend of my mom's passed away from Alzheimer's, actually. Anyway, he and my mother had known one another since first grade. They grew up together, and he had uh, very, very fond memories of my grandparents and our cabin, to the degree that when he passed away, his widow asked if his remains could be scattered on our property. I mean, mean, who has this happened to them? I mean, really? But mom and I had a lot of sympathy for her position We delicately declined her request. Of course we did. However, she persisted. And in rather, in my opinion, very contemptible ways. But about two weeks later, our on-site cameras at the house caught her scattering his ashes around our property anyway. I was sitting right here at my desk, just as I am now, uh, working away, and my ring doorbell went off on my phone. The little chime things went off. So I looked at it, and I couldn't quite figure out who this person was, but then it dawned on me by her actions and how she was sprinkling things. It was the widow scattering his ashes. I called out through the camera, and so she knew she was caught. So when I let mom know, we were, of course, both just sickened and very much offended. So my first order of business was to get back up to the cabin and clean up the property. During this crappy task, which was not easy because she just scattered him everywhere. But during the task, I stood up to stretch my legs and take a quick break. And I looked up and saw a large, young buck quietly standing about 25 feet away from me. This stag was standing directly on one of several sites the cremains had been scattered. Another interesting fact, in all the years that I have grown up at that cabin, I have seen bears, coyotes, bald eagles, frogs, woodpeckers, squirrels, hawks, owls, all kinds of wildlife walk through our property or fly or hop or whatever. And even though, of course, we have deer, of course we have deer. I have never seen one walk through our property, much less stop for a visit, or maybe I should call it an appointment. (laughs) I stood there 
And I said, well, hi there. What are you doing here? And the stag just stood there, our eyes locked. And in that moment, all sound seemed to cease as if I had just plunged underwater. I held out my hand. He didn't move. And his presence was very gentle and purposeful. A few moments later, he actually, in all honesty, I have no idea how long this lasted. I don't think it was very long at all. But a few moments later, uh, he turned and slowly walked away. And I watched him take a few steps. He then stopped, turned his head towards me, and our eyes met again. And then he calmly turned and walked away. He didn't run away. He just calmly walked away. Then the normal sounds of life returned, and I just went back to work. I didn't necessarily question the experience. I felt more comforted by it. You know, there was no threat at all of anything bad happening. He wasn't there to hurt me. He was there as a reassurance. It was rather extraordinary, you gotta admit. When something as obvious and out of the ordinary happens like this, I am pretty relentless in my quest to find meaning in it. And I had a friend look up the symbolic meaning of stag while I referred to my Native American medicine book for deer. And the gist of what it said is a stag is king of the forest and protector of other creatures. Stags are viewed as an animal of power, a messenger totem that represents protection of domain with sensitivity, intuition, and gentleness. Deer symbolizes harmony, happiness, peace, kindness, and longevity. So my takeaway lands right on the mark. Those descriptions of both stag and deer land right on the mark. I did feel his presence as a protector of our family domain. He was gentle and sensitive, and I did feel secure that our home, despite it being disrespected in this way, will always have the longevity of harmony, happiness, peace, and kindness. And for me, this protector's intuitive quality to come by under such circumstances, stand there the way he did, have sound cease the way it did, and have him look at me the way he did twice, is simply too remarkable to be dismissed. And how disrespectful of me if I had dismissed something that obvious I mean, shame on me if I did, you know, but fortunately I didn't. And this confirmed for me as well that all who are welcome at our cabin are protected against any unwanted or uninvited energy that is not for the highest good for us all. Woo-woo, as that sounds. We are all watched over and offered symbols and indications and communications in all forms at any given time. It's just that we have to be open to them. We just, we have to be awake, as uh, Rumi says. Oh, sorry about that. That was (laughs) my camera going off at the cabin. See, 
at uh, sometimes I'm not the fastest horse out of the gate, but um, at least I caught this one. At first, I thought that was an interruption, but the timing of it to me, punctuating Rumi to stay awake, and that we're offered symbols and indications and communications. I mean, I just said that, and I get a little twinkle chime to punctuate all that. I think that's pretty terrific. What a gift. My message to you, or my challenge to you, even in the midst of our having 117 things to do for our loved one and another 232 things on our minds, allow in a small corner of your mind to be awake. And by awake, I mean be aware. Just by my suggesting this and you letting in the suggestion, You have just shifted the way you think, and I bet as soon as today, something will come to you or come up for you that is meant for you and you alone. In an upcoming podcast, I will talk about uh, a 25-second practice that snaps me back from that unremitting hamster wheel, and maybe when you hear that podcast, you'll see a wiener truck. (laughs) Oh my gosh, the visual still cracks me up of the wiener truck. Uh, Or it will be for you a phone call at the right time, a conversation maybe with a perfect stranger uh, six feet apart for social distancing. (laughs) You might see a wild animal of some kind, a hawk or a fox or a mouse. I'm a proponent of my medicine card book. The medicine book offers a short paragraph explanation for each animal and the animal's medicine that relays life lessons or guidance. For me, the accuracy of the message and the timing of it is pretty near impeccable, if not divine. The book comes with uh, a deck of cards, animal cards. Real quick, um, let me uh, let me open up the book and give you a list of, or just, you know, a, there's how many? Um, uh, 52 different animals. Uh, eagle, hawk, bear, otter, butterfly, <clears throat> turtle, moose, 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 <laughs> moose, raven, dragonfly, squirrel, horse. Oh, horse. My dear friend, where she lives, if she's having a particularly rough time, she will find that a pack of wild horses will come to her kitchen window. I'm surprised they don't ask her to whip up some lunch, but they'll either be in her yard or they'll come to her window, or if she goes for a walk, she will pass by a pack of wild horses just walking down the street. So pretty cool. And it's those kinds of messages or unconventional communications that will start getting your attention and remind you that you are not alone. The universe is benevolent, even though caregiving can be malevolent. Okay, my chair just turned into a pumpkin. (laughs) Time to close this podcast. I hope the stories I have shared today have opened your heart that you begin to consider that our world is kind and you will begin seeing the help that you deserve and that you know you are not alone. And the stag, the whole point of today's podcast, that stag was a significant, well-timed messenger totem guide and sent under pretty crappy circumstances. See what happens for you now. 
and let me know if you see a wiener truck. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for enduring the woo-woo. Breathe, be kind, be safe, and I will walk with you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.